Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hey, what's up? It's Dr. Ward. Welcome to this episode of Into the Fix. So last week we talked about why people get stuck at different stages and the stages of change. Today we're going to talk about what to do if you just don't want to change at all. So we live in a world of paradoxes, right? We're told where we should accept ourselves. We're told that we're good just the way we are. But at the same time, we're constantly bombarded with messages that we should change, that we should improve. I myself have to admit, I'm guilty of pushing the change mindset, right? I mean, why would I be putting on a podcast about self-improvement unless one of my sort of expectations is that people should change or improve? The problem is that this then becomes a setup. We believe we're expected to change, so then we get down on ourselves when either one, we aren't successful in changing, or two, we just don't feel like changing. So understanding why we might not be motivated to change can help us avoid feelings of guilt or beating ourselves up when we don't achieve the change that other people or ourselves feel like we should be achieving. So what are some reasons that people don't want to change? And for me, there are a couple different things. The first is simply that they just don't think there's a problem. For a lot of people, change is in response to a problem. Most people don't change something if they feel like it's going well. We only change something when we feel like it's not going well. And so if I don't see a problem, or if I don't think this certain behavior is problematic, then I don't have any motivation to change it. You might think it's problematic. You might think I need to change it. But until I do, it's not going to be on my radar of things to change. Another reason why people don't always change is because they don't think that the problem that they're experiencing, if there's a problem, they don't think that problem is any bigger than the sacrifices needed to fix it. And so, for instance, maybe somebody can acknowledge that their drinking is problematic and they know what they need to do to fix their drinking, they'd have to drink less. But when they look at the actual problem and the problems that drinking's caused, they don't see any really sort of repercussions. And so me giving up something I enjoy to do, me making a sacrifice and not drinking in order to fix a problem that I don't see usually isn't going to work. And so the sacrifices that we're going to make need to match the problem we're trying to fix. You know, if the sacrifices are going to be greater than the, the distress we get from leaving things the same, then we're going to just leave things the same. That's just how it goes, right? Another reason why people don't always want to change is they see change as an admission of imperfection. And this is a weird one because for me, perfection is not the goal. If you've listened to my podcast for more than a few episodes, you'll recognize I've never said perfection is the goal. For me, that perfection is unattainable. And so setting that up as a goal just sets you up for failure. But for a lot of people, if I'm going to change something, that means I haven't been doing it well. And if I haven't been doing it well, then that means I've been doing it wrong. And I don't want to admit I've been doing something wrong. And so I don't want to admit that I need to change because then I'm going to admit that I haven't been doing things the way they've been doing. And for some people, they just can't handle that. They just can't handle admitting that maybe they haven't been doing things the way they should. Another reason why people don't always want to change is they see change as all-encompassing. That I don't just change a little area, 
But then if I start changing things, the next thing you know, I'm going to be a whole different person. Like if I start moving this piece, well, this piece is going to connect to this piece. And the next thing you know, I'm not even going to recognize who I've become. The good thing for us is it change isn't automatic. In fact, I would say change requires effort every time I do it. And so if my goal is to change this behavior and I do, it isn't going to automatically create an avalanche of change throughout my life. In some ways, it'd be easier if it did. I just address my poor temper and then everything else just works itself out. Or I just address the fact that I'm irresponsible and everything else just works itself out. But it doesn't work that way, right? And so if I want to change being irresponsible, I have to address that. If I want to change being unmotivated, I need to address that. And just because I've addressed one doesn't mean I'm going to address the other. And so change isn't all-encompassing. It's actually something we're going to have to work at every single thing we want to change. But people don't always see it that way. And the final reason why people don't always want to change is that they're only doing it for somebody else. And I know I talked before and I said, you know, that changing for other people can be a motivation. If I want to improve a relationship and that requires me to change, then changing in order to improve that relationship technically is changing for somebody else. But there's also sort of an internal motivation for me to do it as well. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is when the only reason that I'm going to change is for somebody else. When I don't think there's a problem, I don't think it's causing problems, I don't think there are any repercussions for the issues that are being pointed out, and the only reason I'm gonna do it is because you're bitching at me, because you're complaining at me. That ain't gonna work. No one will ever change under those circumstances. I promise you that, they just won't. Um, If I don't recognize a problem, I'm not gonna change it for anybody. I don't care who it is. See, change is a loaded word taken positively and it's an invitation for a better life it's an invitation for you to do better but most people don't see change as an invitation they see change as a mandate and a lot of people scoff at mandates right we don't like being told what to do the problem with a mandate is there should be guilt associated with not doing it but what if we flip this on its head what if the goal isn't to just change but to evolve to just be a little bit better today than i was yesterday to just learn something different that I didn't know the day before, to get better at an area I haven't always been good at, maybe to improve an area that I'm already good at. What if we flip this? What if we start recognizing that change isn't something that's one and done, it's something that's gonna occur throughout our life? So what are the benefits of seeing the goals as evolving rather than changing? Well, the first is evolution is a process, it's not perfection. Meaning that things are always evolving, things are always changing. The weather changes. Everything's always changing. And so if we say, you know what, we're, we're evolving, we're, we're going with, you know, we're changing as we get older, we're maturing as we get older, we're evolving as a different person. I think that's much different than setting the goal as to being perfect or to change things until I am perfect. Another way that I think setting the goal as evolution is important or can be helpful is that evolution is natural. It just occurs. Change is more forced. Change is something we do because we have to. Evolution is something that occurs because it just kind of does. Look, I'm a different parent today than I was 15 years ago. My 13-year-old son is getting a much different parenting experience than my 22-year-old son got. He just is. Why? Because I'm a different person than I was 15 years ago, right? I've evolved as a human being. I'm not quite as arrogant. I'm not quite as volatile. I'm not quite as hostile as I used to be. I'm still all those things. I'm just not as much as I used to be. And so evolution is natural. It occurs. Change is something I force to happen. And the final reason that I think understanding change as an evolution might be more helpful 
is that sometimes we need to recognize that change isn't needed at all. That you can just be the way you already are. And you're going to mature and you're going to change and you're going to evolve anyways. But you don't need to focus on change as something you need to do because it's going to happen anyways. For me, the problem with change is that it's linked to guilt. It's not like, oh, I would like to change this thing, but if I don't, so be it. That's not how people move. People move with the expectation of, I want to change this thing and I'm a loser if I can't. Or I know this thing's a problem and so I'm just being irresponsible if I don't fix it. Or I'm just being a poor human being if I would fix it. And that's not what we want. For me, the last thing we want to do is heat guilt upon dissatisfaction, right? If I'm looking at my life and I'm not happy with what I see and there are areas I'd like to change, that's good. If I start feeling guilty because I haven't made as much change as I want to make, that's going to interfere with me making more change in the future. And so that's not what we want. At the end of the day, we're always changing. We're always evolving into something else. The question for me isn't whether people are going to change. It's how much influence I'm going to have over the changes that are already happening. And if I see that I'm already changing, how do I help that along? If I see that I'm stalled in a certain area, how do I bump myself into action again? At the end of the day, the goal isn't to see change as something that's unattainable and that I should just beat myself up for. The goal is that I accept that I am who I am right now. I'm the best person I'm going to be right now. There's always a hope that I can be better tomorrow, but I don't need to wait till tomorrow to begin feeling good about who I am today. And so what I want is for people to understand that, you know what? I'm good right now. I'm good. You're good. There might be areas I would like to improve. There might be areas I would like to tweak, but they're not going to make me better. They're just going to push me a little further down the path than I already am. That's it. So that's it for me. That's it for this episode. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Into the Fix. If you have any questions or anything you want to run by me, you can DM me and I'll try to answer it in the next episode. Also, if you happen to be in the Pittsburgh area, I've opened a private pay practice in Swickley. Information about that can be found at andrewwardphd.com. Next week, we're going to talk about accepting who you are and what that actually means. This is Dr. Ward. I'll talk to you again next time. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.